What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I'm your host, Nate the Great. Um, and just a disclaimer. I have never, I don't, nor have I ever enjoyed being called Nasty Nate. <clears throat> uh, individuals... <laughs> have taken it upon themselves to label me that well not label but call me that in, in a joking way that's why i've never punched anybody but um just tell a friend don't call me that um my name is nate i'm not really a nickname type of person nate is as nickname as i get um but i'm here today um and it's i'm gonna do some hot topics with my guest Monty. <laughs> So, Marty, I need you to keep your headset on. Um, I know you thought you were going to be doing something else, but gotcha. Um, but today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some politics. I wanted to talk a little bit about some um, some hot topics in the news, uh, some stories that I've been reading. And just, um, so I am doing... A, a project uh, that I'm, I'm testing out right now. So myself and a gentleman, Mr. George B., uh, will be doing a podcast um, that is centered around movies, films, documentaries. We'll eventually get to theater and possibly music as well um, once uh, the world kind of expands a little bit more in terms of opening up some more. Um, because concerts are hard to review right now because people aren't really doing them full out. Um, they're kind of doing like at home or, you know, solo acoustic, uh, but we'll talk incorporating them. And in, in terms of theater, same thing. Um, a lot of people aren't um, doing live theater. I've, I've been a part of one, um, but once theater kind of gets on its feet again, then I'll, we'll be reviewing that as well. But the, the difference in this, this kind of review podcast of film, movie, TV, art in, in, in general, um, it is meant to connect us with the economical, the cultural, the historical value and connections to our community and our culture. Mainly we'll be talking about black cinema, black TV, black art, uh, black documentaries, and then we'll slowly kind of open it up, but we wanted to make sure we did a strong opening with uh, content that is relevant to him and I, uh, being two black males, uh, and we're both artists, uh, we both in the educational realm, we're both actors, um, so we have a, a, a unique perspective, and, and that's what that podcast is going to be about. It's not going to interfere with the artist exchange, but I wanted to do something really specific and really niche 
and 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 just test out my you know my abilities. Uh, so that will be premiering. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'll do it on. Uh, you can you can find it if you look up Facebook or Instagram. Find um, binge worthy podcasts uh, on Instagram as well as Facebook. And you'll see a bunch of clips on. We had a test show, so we did like a little a preview of it. And me and George kind of uh, just had a conversation. And hopefully I can get him on on Friday show or next Monday show. Um, and we'll be able to have a conversation on said show. Um, what else? Hmm. So, oh, anyway. Um, I've been watching a lot of films. I said all that to say I've been watching a lot of film and a lot of television mm -hmm. through a lot of streaming networks as well. <clears throat> and I purposely don't watch certain things because I know how it's going to make me feel or I know what thought process is going to kind of spark um, and honestly it's not that those feelings aren't already there but you don't want to keep digging into something that you know is going to take you to a certain place, especially if that place isn't good until you're ready to really deal with it. Um, and I did that to a number of movies. Like I've never seen fruit, Fruitville station. Um, I've never seen uh, black Panther. I've never seen um, what else? I just saw uh, queen and slim. Um, it took me a minute to really watch, um, a moonlight through like all the way through it. Um, and I'm trying to think of some other films in that nature. Uh, what's another one? It took me a while to actually watch the Butler as well as the help. I've, I've watched both of them since then. But it took me a while to actually watch it. I couldn't watch it when it first came out. And I'm just trying to think of some other films that it really, um, it just took me a while because the nature of it, Salem, not Salem, um, uh, I think it is Salem, uh, the movie about the, the uh, of them walking across the bridge, I think, I think it is Salem, I believe so. But anyway, it just took me a minute to actually watch uh, movies like that. And recently, I've really been sitting on um, uh, Queen and Slim. I wanted to watch it, but I just had a feeling it was going to make me have a visceral, a visceral uh, reaction to it. And, uh, and it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't. I watched it. And it's not a, it's an easy watch. I mean, it kind of flows. It doesn't um, take you all different places. It's kind of, it feels like a couple days, like a week or so. I think it was less than a week, the time frame in a movie, but it was very, um, I'm not going to give you a full review because you got to watch Binge Worthy Podcast. Uh, but uh, it really, um, I don't know, it just made me feel things that I didn't I didn't want to feel again. Um, and despite that movie not being uh, a depiction of a real life story, it was taking and, and inspired, inspired mostly by uh, Trayvon Martin. And I forgot the other individuals that the, uh, that the writer kind of 
referenced, but it definitely referenced a lot of these police brutality movies. Um, I'm not going to go into, again, a full review of it, but it really just made me think about where we are right now in our country, uh, in our... Um, uh, this where we are. And it's uncomfortable for me to be in the midst of a pandemic going through one of the toughest moments in our country politically as well as this pandemic. Um, and we've been dealing with racial tension and I believe we are building to a head. Uh, it coming to a head um, with this current election that we're in. Um, I spoke a little bit um, Friday about how I felt um, after watching the leaked 60 minute uh, interview with Trump, so much so that I, I wasn't able to watch the, the, the last um, debate between the two of them, uh, between Biden and um, Trump. Uh, that that leaked interview, I keep saying leaked because he decided to leak it. Um, and it really wasn't that much more to see um, in that interview, but you could just see her asking the questions and feeling probably a, a little, uh, oh, feeling a little overwhelmed with interviewing him. And it really, um, it really, I'm trying to see what Marnie's trying to say. Uh, how, is that my Aunt Diane? Uh, but just, uh, hi Aunt Diane. I believe that's my Aunt Diane. Uh, but um, just seeing how divisive uh, he is, and I, I, and I forgot to uh, send it to Marnie, but I had wrote up uh, my take on where we are right now because of Trump. And I wrote um, a... Um, I wrote what I think is a good article and I'm going to proofread it and send it to Marty so we can post it on our website. But I had um, just wrote an article based on me listening to him speak in that interview because today I actually watched 60 Minutes version of the, the interview. And it, like, again, it wasn't really, but whoever was filming, someone was filming him do his but they only kept the camera on him. They never put the camera on her. And that's really the only difference because you can still hear her talking in his clip. Uh, but you also see um, Pence come in after uh, Trump leaves out. If you haven't gotten a chance to uh, watch the 60 minute interview and it gives you a lot of insight, stuff that you didn't, the stuff that we already know, but you hear him say it indirectly. Um, his interview before Pence comes in for his part of the video, um, it ends with one of his aides bringing in this huge book that is supposed to be the new healthcare plan. And I can't remember her name right off the bat, but the interviewer says, um, I, I guess because they didn't get a chance to, and not, do I watch 60? I watch certain 60 minute interviews. I don't really watch them all. But in watching that one, she did a lot of uh, speakovers uh, throughout the whole thing. And she made mention to this book that he um, 
strategically brought in a room because he knew cameras were rolling. Uh, she said was filled with a lot of executive orders and uh, information that is not um, conducive to him trying to get rid of Obama's plan. It was not, she said it was nothing in the, that whole book about uh, um, about oh my mind about the actual healthcare plan. And I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on the healthcare plan because millions upon millions of people uh, are at risk if the uh, Supreme Court rules in his favor to abolish Obamacare. Um, and sidebar, this is why he's trying to push his uh, Supreme Court justice nomination through. He's trying to get her kind of rally through. They've already broken protocol by not having any of the Democrats present when they voted on whether to push through with the um, nomination uh, or the clearance, rather. Um, but it it just amazes me that in the midst of a pandemic where people are dying at record numbers um, daily and weekly um, and not simply dying but contracting this illness and everybody has a different reaction to it some people after they contract it they don't have any outstanding or any um noteworthy symptoms and then it passes them by other people are in the hospital for weeks and months at a time and then they're released um most most of the people are in that middle category um, but a lot of people are dying a couple days after contracting it. And it is sad that he is pushing to eliminate a system that is at least getting us through this. It's not perfect. Obama said it's not perfect because at the time, many Republicans were not, um, many Republicans were not aiding him and creating this program to help people because they were too interested in their kickbacks from these, um, um, pharmacy companies and healthcare companies and insurance companies. They were too busy trying to get kickbacks to focus on this could really help uh, our country. And we spoke a lot about, um, a Friday we spoke with Tonia and Marnie about uh, Boston having universal healthcare. And if 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 a state can do it, I don't understand what's, what's the issue with the country then being able to have this universal healthcare. Um, that is supportive of everybody. You know, I've had moments where I was in between a job or I had finished a job to go to a new job and I was in that interim period and I may have, like, I don't get sick a lot. Um, I normally, um, it's normally something with my sinuses um, and I uh, often have had chest wall pains and such, but I, I would have to, I'd be in between that, 90 day period, that grace period that a new job will give you to get insurance and um, couldn't afford the, the other insurance to keep it going until that got uh, passed. And I've had to go to the emergency room for what would normally be considered a primary uh, caregiver's uh, job. I would have to go to the emergency room to get seen. And many people were doing that. Uh, and I, you know, I've spoken to a few uh, emergency room doc—not uh, doctors, but nurses. Um, same thing, um, and they've said 
they've seen, despite this um, pandemic that we're in right now, over the last like six or seven years, they've seen a, a drastic decline in how many people are coming to the hospital hospital for preventative care. Um, and it costs many hospitals boatloads of money. You see hospitals that are really suffering that there have been hospitals that closed down. Um, I've seen recently here in Baltimore where I'm at, I've seen a, a hospitals be taken over by other hospitals because they couldn't, they just were losing money. They were going bankrupt. They were having too many issues financially. Um, and a lot of people stem that from the emergency room, like that the emergency room cost them a lot of money uh, because people aren't able to afford healthcare. And that, that is, we're in a space where I'm listening to him speak on this interview, the 60 minute interview. And he is really, um, he is really disconnected from us in terms of the community, you know, not, I don't even think it's white and black with him specifically, but I think it's a, a financial um, aspect to his, his speaking and his thoughts and opinions. And if you don't have the money, he really, uh, he's not paying attention to you. Even though he knows he needs those votes, he is on one hand pandering to those individuals while yet, creating legislation and doing executive orders, signing executive orders that hurt the very people that he needs to, that he is pandering to, that he needs to get into office because rich people are, they not, they, either way we go, they gonna be okay. So he knows he needs the minority vote, the woman's vote, the, the black and Latino vote, um, and the young vote. He knows he needs those, but he's creating legislation that is, consistently um, bashing us as a community and um, restricting us. There's a lot of articles coming out now he's creating will eventually, whoever becomes president, well, if, if Biden becomes president, um, will be, it, it's going to feel like we're back when Obama first became president and how this country was left in disarray and basically Obama and Biden and the administration had to rebuild this country. Well, some of the administration, because those Republicans did nothing for eight years, but complain and bitch and moan and create um, negative uh, press towards and at Obama. Um, I'm really, I'm really lost for words right now because I, I, I can't imagine somebody who cares less. It feels like we're in one of those, um, I don't want to say Hitler because it hasn't gotten that bad, but if we don't collectively get together, it could possibly get to that point where we're dealing with um, a, a president who thinks that he's a dictator. He always, he's already at the point of thinking he's a dictator, but it really says a lot about where we are as a country that this type of energy, this type of leadership can, can go forth. And there's nothing put in place to stop him or prevent him. Um, and I, I really am somewhat angry at the 
Democrats that are in leadership, the Green Party that is in leadership, um, the independents that are in leadership, that they aren't working together more. Uh, instead of creating these sound bites on social media and posting, I need them to be in the office. I, I don't want any more strikes. I want people to be in the office doing their job, creating legislation, uh, reaching out to their constituents and getting things done and, and really letting people know the severity of what's going on. Everybody's keeping secrets and not letting the public know the damage that we're in right now. Because I think we're in more trouble than than we really realize. And that is uh, scary to me because I think of my four nieces who are uh, one who is in her senior year of high school and two that are still in elementary school that are really, um, three that are still in elementary school that are, um, I just think about what does their future look like? Not that I'm dying, but I'm just thinking about them being so young and my niece about to be in, you know, an adult uh, and going into the world with this type of foundation. Um, and, and there are many people out there who are financially okay right now and, and not really don't have the concerns that I believe the majority has. Um, and I believe life is going to hit them soon because the companies that they own, uh, many of the individuals will be that work with those companies and maybe the clients um, of those companies will be affected. So, you know, you can think all you want to. And I've been, you know, going at people all weekend long that are, you know, I may have a bag regardless. But if your client's bag is affected, then your bag is affected. You know, I don't care what industry you work in. People in that industry, a large group of those people will be affected if healthcare um, goes, you know, if Obamacare is eliminated, if the economy begins to, and, and people are saying that the economy is growing, uh, unemployment is decreasing, but the jobs that are coming back are jobs that have not been effective and, and have been almost overworking their employees, these nine to five jobs, these, you know, I can't even say 40 hour week jobs. Um, they're coming back and, and a lot of their, um, a lot of the uh, people who are working at these companies are really still struggling. And, uh, and what, what, aside from all of this, one of the things that I am really um, noticing is there are a lot of young people who, are um it's kind of it's kind of hard to say that they're in support of trump but they are totally against biden for some of the the negative seeds that uh trump has put out there against biden and i'm really i'm nervous because it's a growing number of people and a lot of those people used to sit behind uh, and 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 not speak out, and then we would see the results come election day or when a vote is, is needed. Uh, but a lot of those people are speaking out now, and you see a lot of the the gaps in between the people because you have your fifty cent and your I want to say Ice Cube, and many people will dispute that. But you have many individuals like him who are arguing towards their bank accounts and not necessarily their um, their 
community. Many of those people have forgotten what it is like to um, struggle. And and when I when I speak of struggle, it's not just I don't have enough money to get me through, but a lot of people in, in our school system here, we just had over 400 uh, auxiliary employees and uh, teaching artists and resource teachers that were fired at the beginning of a school year. So how do you, you know, you have projected that you're going to be working this amount of hours and, you know, holidays are coming up and you fire that many people, you know, and I understand with the school system because schools aren't physically open. So financially it becomes a burden to pay people. Um, and, and, but yet, and still, we still have the money to do things. Um, I'm looking at a lot of the, um, the money that's being spent on these campaigns and the amount of money that they put into one young lady here. I think the young lady that is up against Kwasi and Fume, she sent out these lanyards with pins in them. And I'm saying, how many, how much money did she spend on that? How much money did she spend on that? out of a budget, like that money could have gone in terms of the people who gave her money, that money could have went to programming to help people get through this. You know, there are a lot of people who are suffering right now in terms of their rent, in terms of utilities and trying to balance it all. You know, they haven't given a second stimulus check. And speaking of the stimulus check and not just that, but the, the, uh, the unemployment tack on that they added at the beginning of this and recently took away. Many people are feeling that they are more prosperous right now in this, uh, in this, uh, in Trump's presidency than they've ever been. And they say that in a way as if Trump gave them something. A lot of these people don't know this time next year, many of them are going to be struggling to pay that tax bill that they have because of all of this free money that they've gotten. All of these businesses that have been started and such. And a lot of these people are probably making more money because they got those stimulus uh, payments and they're not necessarily reporting a lot of the income that is coming from the businesses that they started. So they feel like, well, I'm good. But next year is going to be a different story when we get those tax bills. I was shocked this year because I've never had to pay this much in um, taxes before. I've never had to pay this much in taxes. And as somebody who has dedicated itself to nonprofits and the educational field, like I don't, I don't feel like I don't necessarily have to do my part. But somebody who has invested as much time in a system, a biotaxes shouldn't look like that. It shouldn't, look, or my income should reflect my taxes, and I don't feel like this year my taxes reflected my my income at all. Um, but as an artist, I've kind of prepared myself for that a long time ago. Um, I don't. To, today just feels different. It feels um, it feels difficult. It feels like. Um, I don't, I don't know what the next couple weeks, because I think it's less than two weeks now. Um, we're almost at less than a week. And I, I just feel something has to give. Something has to give. Something has, actually, 
Today is the 26th. It's next week. So next week, uh, a week and a day. Um, I just, I feel like we are, I don't, I, I, I'm really trying to watch my words because I don't want them to come across mean or angry or, um, and I don't want them to counteract my level of faith. Um, but just listening to a lot of these people speak, uh, it's really, it's, I, I can say it's scary. I won't lose hope because uh, I feel like we're going to pull through, but it's just scary. And it's, it feels like through the skin of our teeth, we're going to get out of this current administration. We're going to get out of it because I don't think we could handle four more years. I really don't. Um, and I think those wealthy individuals will also understand, um, especially a lot of these uh, celebrities and entertainers that are coming out on behalf of Trump or are speaking about this uh, this tax uh, hike uh, that they uh, are saying Biden is going to give to those making over $400,000. Um, I feel... What celebrities came out? Uh, well, 50 Cent uh, recently... Oh, he don't um, a couple. Never mind. You ain't got to talk about him. Yep, yeah, I mean, but... At the same ain't nobody time, following I feel him. like that's my point. Why I say that? He said, "What?" Ain't nobody following behind him. It's not like, well, well, the ones who are following behind him are these young people who are now against Biden. Uh, there's a lot of, and especially black men. I haven't seen many black women um, speak out. They are those, but a lot of business owners, a lot of um, people who want to be in that. One percent, uh, or that 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 next level um, bra bracket tax bracket are speaking out. You know, a lot of people who are probably getting over what people already are speaking out. I, I just there are y'all a lot of young people who are, are impressionable, who are old enough to vote, who will not vote because they feel like they, they their voices are being heard, and they're watching people like this. Well, if 50 Cent doing it, 50 Cent has a following. He has a following. And if you look at the people who follows a power, uh, a lot of them, they following 50 Cent. I, I don't, you know, I don't watch the show, but um, I don't, I'm, I'm just nervous because I'm seeing a growing number of people speak out now. I'm, I'm glad we can see the faces. Uh, we're starting to be able to see the faces, but I'm, um, I'm just concerned. I'm not. And that's that's. I'm not concerned. Why? Because do you think we're gonna have enough? I don't know. I think that the coalition is, is is is. I think the coalition is set and packed. Um, now the difference in mm. in whether we have enough or, or or whether we have the same end result as we had in 2016 is the question, where we win the popular vote but not the electoral college. That's what I, that's but, what I. But you're saying about. we don't worry about that anymore. Well, we're not worrying about. Well, that. it's not the same thing around. because it, you can still have more votes in in total, but not win the states. So, say for instance, in Florida, 
he can win the states mm-hmm. by having more votes in Florida, but not have more votes in South Carolina, not have more votes in North Carolina, you know, or you know, the, or run the gamut, have more votes all the way across the country, but not win mm-hmm. those states because he had more votes in each state to win the electoral college. So, so I'm okay. So this is what is confusing me. So has the electoral college, the electoral college hasn't been done away with. No, it's just changed how they have to vote. So exactly. they have to go with the popular. They have vote. to go with the popular vote of the state. So that's the part that. So I'm just. I'm not nervous that he's not going to win. I'm just nervous that some of these people who want to be and. What what they call an anarchist mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. want to be contrary? I'm gonna go, go out there and write in uh, Kanye or write in some you know like our mm-hmm. governor, our illustrious governor claimed he he wrote in Reagan, mm-hmm. and instead of you know the two people who are on the ballot, right? Again, and when you vote off like that, that's the same thing as voting for the person that you oppose, right? So that that I, I guess that's that's how I'm understanding what you're saying right now in mm-hmm. terms of him getting more votes and maybe more popular and he may be more popular, but well, see, you those know, because the balance of votes the balance of electoral college votes is off. So, say for instance, you take the state like Texas that has like 40 electoral mm-hmm. college votes. Right. If you win that state, then you've earned 40, vo- you know, 40 votes. Right. If he wins that state, he wins 40 votes. But now you go to Gambit where Maryland has 10. (coughs) That's guaranteed 10 if he wins this state. But Mm -hmm. say, for instance, he gets six. I mean, you know, he gets gets the majority of the votes. Then our state automatically goes red. You mean if Trump gets more? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. Mm. So it depends on those states that have more electoral college, like Iowa and all those states like that. That's why they're the, the you know the states that you have to actually campaign for. Those are the toss-up states. If you get those states, you're guaranteed to be the president, basically. Iowa and Ohio and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. So those states I, I'm just matter. Concerned that the voting, the voting, even like Michigan, which was used to be a blue state. Michigan was a blue state. Right. It turned red in 2016, mm-hmm. and it was only by 10,000 votes. That's what I mean by that differential. It could be 10,000. He could still, you know, it could be almost 50-50, but if he get that 400, say for instance, only 400 votes over, that state's mm-hmm. now red mm-hmm. still. Yeah. So that kind of stuff matters. And then you lost a whole entire set of electoral college votes, which, which will bring your total down. And you so got to have 270. Last, so after this last debate, where where do you think the country is? I don't think the last debate. I actually don't feel as though the last debate meant anything. I didn't watch it for Mm. for to think they was going to deliver anything that they haven't already to deliver. For me, anyway, Mm. because but I'm I'm also speaking to somebody that's already voted. But I could I could have not watched that last debate. I I I actually wanted them to cancel it. It wasn't necessary. We didn't get anything new out of it. Like they keep talking about this. Um. Um. They keep well, they call it a fumble for what Biden said about fracking. I don't think that was a fumble. I think that was accurate. He wants to phase out fracking. Not now, but soon. 
it needs to go away. We are destroying the planet. That was the whole point of climate change is that we stop doing yeah. stuff that's destroying the planet. And he wants to do renewable energy, wind, solar, whatever the case may be, to get us away <laughs> from destroying the planet. And but he said know, by 2050. I think most, I think a lot of people in the voting world, mm -hmm. in terms of people who are able to vote, I don't think they know what that means. I, I, I don't Honestly, think they do either. They thought, hearing, all I'm they heard was... He was going to get rid of fracking. That's all they heard. No, that is the plan. They, we are going to get rid of fracking. Learned how they, they've learned how to use this terminology to make it seem like it's a negative thing that he's getting rid of it. Right. In terms of, I, I just don't. I, it just they like, said, well, that's thousands of jobs. Of the, that's thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs. Yeah, exactly. Now it's time for y'all to learn something new. Why don't you go work in wind? Why don't you go work in solar? It's time to redo something, do something different because you are killing people. You are killing the world. Yeah, I, you're pulling I, stuff again, from out of the like ground that is that, not supposed that, to happen. But the word, the word came up, and I think a lot of people, because Biden said he wanted to get rid of it, mm -hmm. it, it just felt like people was like they wanted to make it a negative thing and right. not understand because none of us in Baltimore works for anything. But that was where the moderator should have stepped in, too. I agree. The, the, the moderator right. should have stepped in because she let Trump say, look at him. He's trying to get rid of your jobs. He's trying to take away your oil. Okay. What do you mean? You're absolutely right because that's uh, that's a giant carbon footprint right there. Right. You are pulling up stuff out of the ground that's not supposed to come out of the ground to use it for your cars that are burning and putting more carbon right. in the air. And like this over the umpteen years now, that whole idea of oil has been a war term. Like it's, right, because it's gotten it, us it, into wars. Exactly. Like we need to get exactly. Away from and that's why they, you know, it, it, for the past 10 years, we have been trying to get out of using gasoline vehicles and more and, and start to put more electric vehicles in production. And he his plan was very is very defined in that. If you go, you know, when you go to his website and check out it, um, or uh, I think it's Biden for America, whatever it is. Biden. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and you go on that plane, his plan is very detailed that they want to get create 4,000 um, charging stations all across the America and all this other kind of stuff. That will replace gas but stations he's not, but and things like that. My problem with Biden is he's not, Biden isn't, he isn't going hard on it like that. Right. He's not really explaining the plan. But see, and you know what also threw him a lot off. Of people in the dark. What also threw him off that night is because that wasn't a question from the moderator. Yeah. That was something that yeah. he threw up. He just brought up and threw it in there. Like he wants yeah. to take away yeah. your fracking. And, and that wasn't the question and from the moderator. I, and that's the, like, and I'm hearing a lot of, like, I'm going to say second tier and below uh, media outlets that don't know what that means. I don't think they are connecting fracking with environmental issues. No, I don't think and they're, they're not. connecting uh, the world. It's so funny that there's now like, like a campaign commercial that's out right now that said um, they had this guy being interviewed on there saying that um, if he takes away our jobs, what are we going to do? Uh, we got to pull you know, pull the oil from the ground and, and it's, it tell you how they do the process and all that kind of stuff, which is why I believe fracking is the cause of all the earthquakes. <laughs> you are unset, upsetting the, uh, the ground underneath of us. And everything is starting to shift because of fracking. Because of fracking, do you know they got to they push they pressurized so water? They push pressurized pressurized water under the ground so it to force the oil to come up to the surface. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. While you're doing that, right. you are down shifting pressurized water that is cutting through rock 
Where's that land yeah. that you done shifted gonna go? It's gonna move and crush itself. And that's where earthquake comes in. The vibrations is yeah, what create the earthquake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not the smartest people on the planet, so it can't be rocket science for somebody else to figure that out. It's, I mean, but it's something as simple as wildfires. We're not understanding, like, okay, we keep suffering from these wildfires. As you said before, why don't we just put sprinklers through irrigation? We, why don't we have irrigation everywhere? Like, Rana, why haven't we built a man made river and ran it through the forest? Mm-hmm. That would even help mm-hmm. to keep the, keep the ground saturated, keep the trees from drying out, put a man made river there. Like, I am not the scientist here. Why do I have to fix this problem from a man, from um, the East Coast to the West Coast? Well, that's that's <laughs> one of the reasons that grassroots organizations are so important. Um, but they've turned into more special interest groups, mm-hmm. which they are. But special interest has turned into a, a, a negative thing because it becomes about the money. The interesting part How is, that, I like I just made that suggestion about making a man-made river that will saturate the ground and keep the, the water mm-hmm. flowing because then that becomes a natural spring. You've yeah. just created a natural spring. That's naturally clean water that never makes it to the ocean. Just keep it recycling. Every time it rains, it but I, I, just, I don't think a lot of people who are voting or who are undecided in this moment, understand what that term, because I kept, I stopped hearing environmental Mm -hmm. and I cut hearing fracking. So that made me look it up and understand what they were talking about. But then I was saying, well, why are they making it seem like, because all Biden would have to say is, well, how many, you know, oil jobs have you created? How many (laughs) coal mining jobs have you brought back? How many people are dead from oil jobs? How many people have died from working in the oil industry? How many people have died, definitely died from um, black lung in the coal industry? Why do you still want to do this work? You yeah, filthy. but we brought, we brought all of that up during the Obama Exactly. All that had been when brought up When he kept saying he wanted then. to phase this out, and then he got you health care so we could help you with your pre-existing condition of black I still lives. remember that. I, I can't remember the show name, but I remember a TV show that Obama was on towards the end of his administration that showed where the ice cap was when he first became president versus now. Right. And it was the field looked like it was spring, and, and we, we still haven't reversed course from that. The interesting part is that 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 is not even spoke about enough because we still haven't reversed course from that, from Greenland almost yeah. being melted completely to our Antarctica starting to melt. I, I, we were just talking about that on the, yeah. the other day, where I said, "Do you, mm-hmm. do you know they had their first hundred? It's never been a hundred degrees in Antarctica. No, a hundred degrees no. in a frozen tundra. Yeah." That's not and, possible. And, and it's that, not even supposed to be happening. People, I think currently we're kind of, it, it don't feel like a normal again, but this has been the first time in a number of years that the temperature is somewhat normal mm-hmm. and, and almost normal for the season. Oh, for right now. Right. Correct. Yeah. It's been a long time since we had a normal spring. But which makes me fear also. that we're getting ready to get blizzards. Because you oh don't just God, normalize. Don't say that. You just don't normalize like this. You just don't normalize to normal just, temperatures. But and the effects of this on people's like even for me, like Friday, I was really in a dark. And me and you have talked about this. Like I finally I've got I'm not say I was waiting for, it, but I was definitely in a dark space 
Friday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if if this continues on like this, this pandemic and all, and then we get blizzards on top mm-hmm. of that, it's gonna it's gonna be mentally people are gonna be affected by mm-hmm. it. You know, and I haven't had any suicidal thoughts, but I felt like really like very low energy, very low, like normally I could be creative and I can, you know, think around things. And I it, last week, I, by the time I got to Friday, I was just done. Mm. Literally, I just, I mainly I sit in the, well, I just did nothing this weekend. You know, if it wasn't computer related, I, I just didn't want to do it, you know, and I, I I know it's kind of a stretch to kind of connect all these things together, but it all comes back to climate change. It come it all comes back to climate, so it's not strange. Yeah. But all I, of this I, comes I back to climate. Even the episode. pandemic, even the pandemic, I believe, comes back to yeah. climate. We've done so yeah. much to this planet in the last yeah. hundred years. This planet mm-hmm. is reacting to us. Yeah. Yeah. We are making the planet sick. We are the, again, we are the virus on this planet and this planet is trying to cure itself. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of people that are trying to to help it. Like I uh, a friend of mine, Shar Johnson, like they're starting new farms around the city mm-hmm. and in urban places. So if people are trying to get back to a certain but it's still a lot of pushback from other parts of government and Believe it or not, I believe this is the same thing that happened to the dinosaurs. We keep talking about yeah. a big bang happen. I don't believe that crap. I think this planet said you ate all the vegetation off the planet and then you started eating yourselves. We're going to get rid of you and start over with a different species. And that was us. Not get over. <laughs> they but, ate, they ate mean, every plant like they ate all the plant life and then they started eating art. themselves. Because how do you explain if it's something that wiped out the dinosaurs? How do you explain the the, the sea creatures? Yeah, because you can't. You can't. How do you how do you explain we got fish and all that kind of stuff? They had to be prehistoric at one time. Well, Marnie, <laughs> I, I want you to keep that fantasy for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm a that's fixer. Not my fantasy. That's not. I call myself a fixer these days. I'm a fixer. I mean, but I find myself being in that same because I, like I said, I I started writing. Um, finally, I think that's my first article that you've been asking for for. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I was, but I was so angry. I was so angry after watching that sixty minute. Um, and if you, I don't know if you watched either. Of I the watched some of clips it. of it today, and and uh, on CNN. You watched were, the, the the sixty minute version. No, of it I, CNN was actually going over the questions that that, that she had asked okay. him, and asked, yeah. and was basically talking in in a sense like, why did he really get upset? These weren't hard questions, and they weren't out of scope. But why did he you get upset I, about it? You know who I need to interview him? I need um, what's Oprah's? I need Gail. This is this is what the hell we need Gail for. <laughs> Leave the Cosby's and the Kelly's alone. I need her to interview Trump because I need her to be as stern mm-hmm. with Trump as she's been with these black men that she's put on blacks. <laughs> That's who I need. All these little scared moderators and interviewers that they keep pushing in front of him because they know he can intimidate. Mm-mm. You know, but you, the real person I really would like to meet the, uh, for him to um, interview him. I need circa. 19 no circa 2005 wendy williams 
See, he's gonna get up and walk away from Wendy Williams. Huh? He go he go he gonna get up and walk away from a Wendy Williams because Wendy Williams is not good at um tricking people. She's good at evoking emotion and getting people angry. <laughs> she not she see that why the reason I said Gail, because Gail can be so calm and then you'll wind up exploding and you don't even know how you got there. Like I I think Gail should have been a prosecutor. I really do. I think she should have been a pro. I think she missed her calling. Um, but I I just need somebody that's not afraid of him to interview him. Right. She was stumbling through questions, and she would say, "Sir, no, no." And I I like the sixty minute version of it because you see her attempting to fact check him, and then she's talking over the actual. Uh, interview mm-hmm. and she said well right here this is false and this is not fault right and oh, this right. is correct but it 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 angered me to the point of and i was already in a dark space for watching that because at the end of uh her version 60 minute version you see one of his aides bringing in this big fake book mm-hmm. that is supposed to be the new uh health care plan. plan right right and she says she she does a speakover that says this book has has nothing in it about healthcare. It's a bunch of executive orders and nonsense, and it has not no information. Right, because about who, who prints plan. out all those pages for your healthcare bill to hand somebody a binder with your healthcare right. bill in it? Killing all those damn trees. Conveniently, while the cameras are on. Killing all those damn trees just to bring in a book. Right. When you can send this to but me in a had, PDF, you could have sent this to me in a but, PDF. But you have this big of a book, right? You, you wasted my taxpayer to money to go print this out, knowing that y'all probably don't even have a printer in your office. You had to send it down the street to get it printed, and then yeah, and bind it and, and bind it, it. it was, and then you yeah, bring it in here as if you if if I, I had got my hands on it and I probably flip flip the pages on it. Majority of the pages mm-hmm. are blank. <laughs> right, right, right. It, it, and I I just ask the people that are watching right now, where are you in terms of not necessarily where's your vote going? But where are you with where our country is right now? Because regardless of who is going into office, we're about to struggle like we've never struggled before. And I, I feel, um, I feel I almost like wanted to comment on, the, by on what you said about um, people might be struggling next year um, when it comes to their money and stuff like that. Taxes, because mm-hmm. it's not even really taxes that are you know where people are getting boasted up right now. It's because you don't have really large expenses at this time, meaning that you're paying all the regular expenses, but you're not paying for transportation because you ain't got to go to work because you're working at home. You ain't paying for a whole bunch of stuff that is allowing you to have all this extra money that you can you should be utilizing in, in, in constructive ways and trying to pay, maybe mm-hmm. prop something else up that you probably want, wish you could have did in the past and now it's present. Mm-hmm. But that will go away once we get this pandemic under control. And again, like you said, Hopefully, you have already set those things in place that will keep you in financial stability. But, but again, the real that, thing is, is that still... your transportation needs are going to come back, you know, because you're going to have to go to work. You're going to have to go to school. You're going to have to get that babysitter again. You're going to have to have a daycare provider. You're going to have to have all but those that's things. Not even, I, think that's a, I think that's a part of the country. But then there's another part of the country who they've been going to work this whole time. That's what I'm saying. Me. I've been going to work yeah, all this whole time, but I'm at home. Right, and I don't have the expenses that I had when I was for this. That their day to day life didn't change. Mm -hmm. And not to mention that I can't travel like I used to do. So I got all that money sitting in my account. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I see those people are the ones who aren't affected. And I, you know, this being transparent, I've I've gotten through this. Uh, but I'm an individual. I'm single. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like I've I've been trying my hardest to just not make more bills, mm -hmm. um, and not um, and just try to just you know live as minimal as possible in this right. moment because it's just me and I'm an artist. So the money I I go out and make is the money that I have. It's not you know I don't have a lot of residual income because that income then goes back into you know, me being able to be available at this moment or me mm -hmm. being able to create. And, you know, it, it, it worries me only for us as a law, as a whole, because even those people, what business owners who feel like, well, I've, you know, I've, I've stashed something aside. Your employees didn't necessarily weren't able to afford to do that. Right. So now you will be shuffling through your retention rate is going to be out of whack. Because now you will have to be replacing employees because they can't afford to do certain things or they are they don't have any health insurance. So, you know, they don't feel, you know, they got sick and died, knock on wood. Uh, but things are going to be out of sorts. And even if people are comfortable, the, the people you work for may not be that comfortable. And it's nobody's fault. I'm not, I'm not saying you should help your neighbor out. You should. But in this moment, it's, it's hard. It's I don't know what to, I've never been at a loss to what to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, my creativity is like, I'm pulling at it at this point and I feel like it's going to come back, but I just needed to be the third. I just needed to be the third. I need the votes to be tallied by the second. I, I just need everything. I hope these long lines will result in us having the results a lot sooner and we're not sitting here waiting and anticipating another week after like we did uh, months ago. Um, I just want us to be better, even on a local level. We, I, I don't feel like on a local level, we good. And that's what counts. Mm. You know, I, I think people aren't voting on a local level right now. They're not thinking about that. Um, well, you kind of have no that, choice. I mean, to complete because when you turn in your ballot, it has to be complete. Yeah, but we focus so much of our time talking about this one office that we don't realize all the other offices that are also up for election. And then you're like, well, who the hell are these people? Because I only heard about this one and that one. And who the hell is this right here? And uh, I don't know. I wonder if that's coming again. That's another ambulance. <laughs> Bless whoever's at the other end of it. Mm. But um, I, I really... I just don't know where to be. I don't I don't know where my energy should be or, you know, I voted. Does that relieve me for up until the third? Should I, you know, because I voted, I, I have taken myself out of the day to day checking where we are and what what's being said and who's, mm -hmm. you know, in the I've, I've taken myself out of that. And I think it helped me to have had voted. But. I'm just listening to conversations and it's it's scary to me where people's priorities are lying. You know, people down there, people are picketing to get their children back into school while other schools are closing because a number of people have caught COVID. <laughs> and they still want their children to go back to school. They still want other people's children to go back to school. <laughs> but I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried for reasons that are 
are, uh, I, I guess, saying. beyond my control at this moment. Mm-hmm. But I just, I really want to know how many people have already wrote it. Are you, well, you all, you wrote it. About 60 million. 60 million. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I mean, today was our first day. Yeah, today was our first day for early early voting. voting. Right, ma'am. But sixty million. And those in, lines. Sixty my million mail-in ballots. She took a and, video um, in line. Sixty million. And I said combinate the combination of sixty million mail-in ballots and all the early states, all the people that could early vote right. in early in other states. It's been sixty million. So, if we're going off of that number, then we got what roughly another sixty seventy-five million to go. I hope more people get out and surprise vote, but we don't know how many people mailing mailed in their ballots. We don't know what that number was. I just, hmm. I want to be free. Well, we've already I beat wanna... the. Uh, it, it was um, roughly thirty million mailing ballots last year, so we've already exceeded that by double. That that's been turned in already. Yes. That that excites me. The lines excite me. The lines really I, excite I me, especially a- for this early in the game, because you're not typically used to having long lines during early voting anyway. And I mean, with the pandemic, too, I, they were showing flashes of the sites that were open. And my friend was doing videos and I was shocked at how many people that early were out to vote. Mm-hmm. And the lines were long, and it didn't look like the lines were really moving that fast. I, you so know what was, I need? I need for them to ask their president um, what he defines as the economy, because I don't think he understands economics. Period. And I can't. I, I no. keep trying to go back to that because this man is not smart. He's not an intelligent man. I keep saying that. And, Y'all keep saying. And I don't think he, he even needs. understands what economics is. Because the only thing he goes off of with economics is that the fact that the econ- that, that the stock market is doing well, and that has nothing to do with the economy. That's a portion mm-hmm. of the economy. That is not the economy. Right. When companies j- f- fail, it doesn't shut down the whole world. Because <laughs> the economy is basically how much we are getting paid in our pockets, not what the stock market is doing. Because we are the group, we are the spenders. The people are the spenders. The companies are not. Right. Yeah, and but that's and part of like even here, our governor is going into our rainy day fund to give to businesses, Mm -hmm. and I think that's the dumbest thing that you could do. Like, why not just spread that out over our state in terms of giving it back to the people? Because ultimately, we're spending our money. And I made that comment Friday. Like, we have been keeping restaurants and stores floating right mm-hmm. now. The ones that did open back up. Right. We've been keeping them floating. So why then give them more money? Like you giving these businesses money, they got a lot of the PPP loans. Now you go and give them more like, and it's not going directly to the employee. My issue in terms of the economic issue with Trump is he's looking at these these businesses like Walmart and such that are opening up or or or, or stores that reopened up mm-hmm. or did not close, he's looking at that as the jobs that were added. But no new jobs were added. Stores just put the open sign on. They didn't create new jobs. Right. And in fact, they just came back to a work. lot of people were laid off. Yeah, and they just came back to work. But we're not done with the right. layoffs because, you know, the airline industry is still not back to what it's supposed to be in the decorated yeah. layoff. 
another twenty something. The education. Look at the educational system. Disney's getting ready to lay off four hundred, close to five hundred of staff, faculty, and auxiliary um, employees were fired from our our own school system. This here in Baltimore mm-hmm. City. And we already know. We just heard today that you know the stock market drops at almost a thousand points. I didn't look at the mm. final number, uh, but that was because the um, the stimulus package wasn't done. So we I told y'all, I told y'all in the beginning on my show, not to hold your breath, <laughs> because I I I, I kind of agree with how Pelosi's handling this. Unfortunately, I know you're waiting for money and all that kind of stuff, but you give Republicans an inch and they're going to take a mile because they're power hungry and they hold all the cards. But look at, but it, it, and it's scary because, you know, part of that article that I was writing was more so it, it did not dawn on me at first, but I couldn't, you know, just out of the blue, it could came together for me that, his push for this new Supreme Court justice is mm-hmm. directly connected to him getting rid of Obamacare. Exactly. With no plan. Right. With no plan, though, in the middle of a pandemic where we need health insurance. Right. Like, we need it. It's, just in it's case not, you get, you get we it. we will have just in case you get piled it. up on top of each other in the emergency room. Just in case you get it. There's be a line it. coming out of the emergency room. Exactly. But he has no plan. He has no... If you, if you look at that... Uh, if you look at that interview, she kept saying, what is your plan for people with pre... She didn't ask about the healthcare plan. And she said, what is your plan for people with pre-existing conditions? He said, we have one. They're going to get the same treatment they got. And that's he just kept repeating that one line. But she kept saying, how? How, how are they going to keep their insurance? How? You know, are you going to freeze their insurance and just connect that to whatever you have? Or what's the alternative? And it just sounds like millions of people without insurance that will not be able to then go get insurance because now these insurance companies will be able to say, nope, you have a pre-existing condition. Exactly. Or they'll call it something else. I, I just never, I, I don't, I think I was, I lived through Bush, the end of the first Bush, Clinton, like I, I, and I've never felt this before. Like mm-hmm. I've never, I've never felt so anxious or had so much anxiety about issues that should be very simple. Save these people's lives. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just call the Obamacare Trump Care. I'm gonna change one thing and I'm gonna just call it Trump Care. I would rather you do that than to be physically fighting in court right now to eliminate something and you don't even have a plan. <laughs> You don't. And right. it's just going to be the same. He's going to bring out the same thing that we already have. The only glitch is pre-existing conditions are going to be null and void. Yep. It's going to be why I, I just know it's going to be the same thing. Everything just going to be called something with a T in it. <laughs> Trump rebate. Trump whatever. And I, I don't understand how people and I, I can't even say they, they don't understand it, but people can clearly see what he's doing, but it, it took 50 cent and uh, I'm not going to say ice cube anymore because he didn't really speak about money, but somebody like a 50 cent basically saying, I'm not, you know, I'm choosing Trump because I don't want to pay this much in taxes, which I get because the taxes in New York 
and California, and I believe what was the other state? Was it um I don't remember the other state? They was like over 60%. But you make enough money to be able to to do that. So you wipe out all the people that watch a show that get you those ratings that get you those so you wipe out all those people and you're not we all just die off who will watch the show then you go be in uh the food stamp line but you but you right. see with the, t- the timing of this right you see the timing of them complaining because they weren't complaining this has always been the mission yeah. is to raise taxes on people over four hundred thousand dollars that's what's always been the mission. Like, uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, if you got expenses to obfuscate what you owe, it shouldn't be a, a, a problem. This shouldn't even be a, mm-hmm. a, a talking point. It's only probably going to yeah. go back up to 28%. It's only 20, it's 21 now. It probably go back to what it was 28% at the most, if not 35. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your issue is paying your fair share for the income that you've earned. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, what was your problem? But again, well, we can always, like I said, we can always fix this issue because the issue is in the finance, right? The yeah. issue is in the financing of government. Because I be, I've always believed that the government should be running these campaigns. You see what I'm saying? They Not running them, but funding the campaigns. So they could take the yeah. funding, the money. For We were just talking about this the other day. in the bank in cash is $400 million. I'm sorry, $400 million in cash is what Biden had in his bank account. And then Trump had $365,000, million in his cash for his campaign. Why? That's $700 million to run for president. Are you and kidding right me? Right now, I'm interested. I'm interested to know what are you doing with that money now. It shouldn't that be that way. Have... Like, why are we do? Why do we have all this money to pre- convince you to be president? Right. That's like you're right. buying an all. You're you are actually buying a president. That's what. I, what's the young lady that's running towards Kwasi Fume? I just I Kim literally I went downstairs. Yeah, so I went downstairs, and on my door was a. In a baggie, there was like a little lanyard mm-hmm. with a pen in it. And I was like, how much did this sleeve cost mm-hmm. for you to put the lanyard in for you to put the pen in? Mm-hmm. How much did that cost? Mm-hmm. And they, they were bragging about how she just brought in $6.4 million into our campaign. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, well, where's this? I don't want a pen. What, <laughs> what do I need a pen for? You aren't a business. You are running for a governmental office. Well, you are you not a business. Turn around and get paid again, and you also keep your campaign keeps that money. It's not like you turn it so over. So when they but but they're not allowed to use it. No, but she can still can spend win. it. She can still spend it in her office. That would not be a violation of campaign finance. So when so she if becomes, she wins, she's a. It, it, what what if she doesn't win? What what happens to the money then? That, that is a great question. I have no idea. Actually, she can save it. She don't have to do anything with it. She can save it for if she want to run again. But she's not or allowed. She can trans- I wonder if she's not she allowed. She can give it to, to another it. candidate. Mm. To return it to the DNC or, I mean, well, her in her case, the RNC. But they it wasn't their money. 
Right, but it does it, it doesn't belong to anybody no more. It's a contribution. You contributed. It's no more. It now belongs to her campaign. Wow. That money should then go back to the 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 shithole community that she that she is <laughs> representing. Now, and she, I do believe they can do stuff like that though. Like they can like buy a playground and and all that kind of stuff like that. That's never so going to happen. Their name on they're going to take that money and recycle it and put it into other people's campaigns. That's what they're going to do. It should be strict laws about it should be a certain amount of money that you can It shouldn't um, be no money. Raise. You should have to turn in a reimbursement form to the government. Department of Elections or whatever the <laughs> camp, department should be. It needs to be a new department that handles the finance of campaigns. Because yeah. we need to get this money out of these campaigns because that's how dirty tricks happen. That's how we can that's how you hold people accountable for lying. Because right yeah. now you hold, you own your campaign, you own all the money, you say whatever the hell you want to just convince somebody to vote for you. And that's not right. Yeah. Facts matter. And we should not be determining what the facts are. The facts should be nailed in stone. Period. And people don't normally say anything about your campaign finances until they're running against you. Or until you do something or wrong and you get that, caught. Yeah. They until you find that prostitute that you done paid with campaign finance money and you got caught. Like Stormy Like Weather. Stormy <laughs> Like Stormy. <laughs> she was paid with campaign finance. Well, she mm. was actually paid with the foundation's money. Mm. Not with the campaign. Well, it's... Mm-hmm. With Trump, it's probably all in one box. I just don't understand. I, I, I just, How many I people know, have to I, die I'm before ex, you start um, to care? How Joshua. many people have to die before you start to care? I'm going to see if I can get Joshua back on. Uh, you know he's the vice president president of the Merlin NAACP. I don't know. I didn't know that. I'm a, I'm a um I'm a ask him because I'm really curious as to I know during I didn't know during your campaign if you win the office you can use that for within your um your office. But I'm really curious as to know if you don't win. What has to happen with the money? Like, do you Nothing. have to you send it back final, to your parties? You have a final return that you have to do, and then you can st- you can still use it as far as your outreach when you're raising money for your office because you still got to raise you still got money that you have to you have to raise. Like, say for instance, you're uh, in the House of Representatives, you still have to raise money to continue to work. Basically, <laughs> you have to raise money. Yeah, you, you got to raise money, money for, for the DNC. Like, if you're a de- Democratic. Um, Representative, you have to raise money for the DNC. It's part of your duties, and it just goes into the pot, right? So they can support other people's campaigns. That's what you have to do. You have to mm. become a salesperson, really. So I'm, I'm just wondering, like, why they gave Hillary so much flack for writing a check to the DNC? That's the, the funny part. When that's what she had, she would have had to do that anyway. <laughs> Interesting, but she right? just took it out of her own pocket. Or if anybody should be in charge of the um, of the money, it should be it should be your convention. So the Democratic com- convention should be in charge of the money, or the Republican convention should be in charge of the money. I mean, that's where they 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 shop for money too. They should somebody but should honestly, somebody other than the that, campaign to be in charge of the money. But yeah, but I don't even think that the DNC or RNC or Green NC. I, I don't think. I, I don't just think don't. They I just don't like. I just, I just never like the fact that money has anything to do with elections Campaign, of our yeah. of our leadership why mm-hmm. is money well, that's involved why in that's why more decisions? people don't run for office mm-hmm. because 
it, they almost get priced out. Like right. I can't afford to run. Right. Like I, 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 I probably never some qualified people. Because money shouldn't qualify you to be president. It shouldn't just how much money you collect should not qualify yeah. you to be president. Because right. that's not how our and tax I, I system think works. I, and I, I, I like how Facebook eliminated them from being able to promote on their platform. Because mm-hmm. that's not how our I tax system like works. I do like that. Our tax system doesn't say, all right, so you got this much money. You don't got to pay taxes no more. That's not yeah. how it works. You got to pay taxes regardless. Because no, I hate... I hate how even on our local elections, how they run these campaigns. Like I just don't. That's what I, and, and like, you know I, that what that leads to. That's why I say I hate it because if it was taxpayer funded, so say for instance, it was mm-hmm. the Department of Elections, and it was taxpayer fun- funded, there's more accountability there. Right. Right, right, I should be able to hold you accountable for the lies that you have spread. Right now, it's so, there's no accountability besides trying to take it to Congress. Right. But if I stop paying you, if I you know vote to decrease the amount of money you receive into your campaign coffers, yeah, then that should be the decision deciding factor. But we don't have anything. We have no control over how much money they collect from these corporations, how much money they you know get from foreign entities. Well, it is a, I thought it was a cap off. Or how much, how much not anymore. Give you Mm-mm. not anymore. So that's oh no, well, how much with? an individual can give you? Yes. Yeah, how much an individual yes. can give you? But that's where super PACs come into play. People will create a mm-hmm. super PAC. So they give it to you as an organization, right? As a exactly. When you get a group of people, that becomes a super PAC. It's just it's dangerous. I, I I never like. I, I I think it should be an independent, ongoing, uh, government office that takes care of the money. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think treasurer. they should collect money. Period. It shouldn't be no collection of money. It should be a taxpayer funded mission. If you want to run, it for already president, is. Well, no, it's I, not really. I, it's not really because I mean it is. I mean it is because of the contribution aspect, but you have no control. Mm-hmm. With it being a money that's coming from the Eternal Revenue to your campaign, that's something, or the Department of Treasury to your campaign, that's something different. Mm-hmm. I, I feel but I don't like think it should be coming those... from the Treasury because the president, the incumbent, would be in charge of that. It needs to be a separate department that's independently ran, but that is a government yeah. entity, like the like the CDC uh, or something like that. Whereas a budget, yeah. where there's a budget. And there's a paper trail. There's a paper trail. That's what I mean. They got to submit reimbursement. They got to submit a form of reimbursement on what you've spent. But but I but what what the reason I wouldn't like that is because a lot of those multi-millionaire billionaires that tried to run in this election, they would be the only ones running. Because honestly, you know, if well, no, because there is no wealthy, money, they wouldn't. There is no money. You, even if you got all the money in the world, it wouldn't matter because you would not be able to use it in your campaign. See, I, because I there like would that be no, there would be no funding because you, what you're getting reimbursed on is what you've actually done, and you have to go to that department in the government to get your money. I don't care if you're a billionaire or not. If you qualify for president, that's when you've applied to whatever this Department of Elections is called, and you've got your name on a ballot. A part of me doesn't, because that becomes... No, because it puts everybody on equal footing. It puts everybody on equal footing. If I was the day person, say if if I was the run, I don't have the money that Trump has. I don't have the money that um, Bloomberg has. 
But if I apply, yeah. we all get the, the same opportunity to, say, to run the same campaign and we get the same mm -hmm. amount of funding. And then there's that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You might have on a nicer suit than me because you do you are a billionaire, but your money plays no role in the election. Your experience I, does. I, and I and I agree with what you're saying. The part that I will then have an issue with is that would be another reason to raise taxes because now we're paying and I would, for elections. But we would, again, yes, initially that would be, but we would have to find another revenue stream because that's what we lack now. We don't have a lot of revenue streams that bring in revenue that help decrease our taxes. That's how we fund mm -hmm. things. Either we got to raise taxes or decrease taxes to fund things. And that's the sad mm -hmm. part about it. We need other revenue streams from a, a governmental status, a, a governmental stature, to bring in revenue right. streams outside of taxing your people. But that, like, I, I say that here, like, there was supposed to be, like, a rowboat kind of touristy attraction at Drill Park. And I don't see that getting done. Like, that would have been revenue to, one, pay for the park, pay for the zoo, pay for, you know, work, civic works. Isn't uh, that what they're working on now? That's what they're working on. Yeah, but how many years have that been going on? It takes time. It's a lot of water over there, um, Nate. <laughs> it's not like building a building. They got to excavate and the I'm ground. They got to make sure the ground is not going to be too saturated that it'll implode the whole entire neighborhood. This it's that's been science. Too many years. I mean, but that's science. That's not. That's not build. It's that's science. Not, that's not yeah, building. Yeah, but it should not take all these years, though. But it kind of has to. You know how much water it takes to saturate a ground of that size? I get it, but... <laughs> and you know how far they dug? Years. They had this to dig Stephanie down Wallace deep. This was Blake project. That's what, no, they, they, but it was already set that it wasn't going to end until 2024. Mm. Because they got to bring in fresh water to fill that reservoir back up. And where do you get that from? <laughs> the right. Liberty Reservoir don't even have that much water in it it's as it is. <laughs> no, but they didn't. It's only it's not the whole water. Like they they basically created a dam and just opened up one look like one quarter of it. Right. One, but that's not that's not staying that way. They are going to open that other second half back up, but they had to excavate and clean it. Because of what you want. You wanted to paddle, be able to paddleboard across it, I, I guess. I remember back in the day we used to swim in it, but <laughs> it was cleaner. It was cleaner back then. Mm -mm, I don't it was more like a, a it was an actual lake. Mm -mm. No, not with And then the they put all that metal. And... That's what they had to do. They had to remove all that metal they put in the bottom of it to keep people from swimming in it. Mm. I know it was a lot of babies in that pool. Mm. Gross. Mm. That's disgusting. You know, but that you know what that would do though. That you know, this um, Department of Elections, it would open up the elections to a broader base, meaning more candidates. That's our problem. We keep seeing the same people running that have been in office or out of office right. or on the top tier stage for decades. If we because get some more a, people that are just intelligent, thing. if we get some intelligence worked in here. Like neither one of our candidates right now are really intelligent people. Like they don't have any smarts. They're not scientists. They're only politicians or rich people. 
we need some scientists. We need some doctors. We need some other people that can get in this field that can actually do some good. Yeah, but like we've seen in Obama, not Obama's Trump's administration, I need for your your experience to match what office you're going in. Again, our not whole entire because, Congress is made up of doctors and lawyers and right. and nurses and, and people that you, used to be teachers. You, Again, like like we could, we could point at Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren should be up. Should she should have been up there? Yeah. Elizabeth Warren should have been up there. Kamala should have been up there. You know, all these people that we, we thought weren't adequate yeah. enough that Biden would win over Trump, they should have had a better opportunity because they have been speaking the most. Well, I'm going to say I voted for Kamala. That's who I wanted to be. I did too, because uh, we never president. know what might happen in the next three years with his health. It might take a downturn. You never know. Yeah, but again, a lot of people aren't voting for him because not because they don't want him, because they don't want her. Because they see that. That's an obvious thing to see. Like, uh, he not he don't look as young as he did during Obama's. But what presidency. kind of difference would that make? I mean, that sounds stupid though. That's that's it is. It's very stupid. I think it's very dumb. Because that, that, that is a stupid notion that it, it, just because she might become president. That you mm -hmm. wouldn't vote for her. That's very yeah. um, emasculating. It, unfortunately, that's, I mean, I'm not saying it's not sex, others. It's, it's, it's actually overt that. sexist. It's, it's overt sexist. And at the same time, it's self-hatred. Because a lot of what I'm hearing from of that is coming from people that look like us. Because they have this, uh, this, uh, this idea of what the crime bill was intended to do. And what her job as prosecutor was intended to be. And they don't understand the roles. They don't understand what the crime bill was. I think it, it was skewed towards a black black people. But one, she was she was over, you know, uh, what was it? But we cannot sidestep that the fact that these people were arrested and she was doing her job as a prosecutor. She and, was and there not to even prosecute. That, but the idea was a crime people. People were doing these crimes. And she's now, an elected official. So her job was to be, as an elected official, was to prosecute. Right. Even when she and was the she, state's attorney of California. she not prosecuted anyone. Then she then would she be out of office. Yep. <laughs> she, would, she wouldn't have had a job if she didn't prosecute people. But they're saying, well... And we always obfuscate that black, her job, her job uh, was to prosecute people. people, not to fix the problems of prosecution. That is your mayor and your governor's job. If yeah. crime is a problem, that's their job. Her job is to prosecute the criminal. If there wasn't so a I, statute so it's, or it's a law in place a, to convict a person that commits a law, then she would not have a job. If there wasn't a law in place, then she wouldn't have a job. But if there's a law in place, the governor's job is to change that law, yeah. not the prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, it's just said that we're in, we're in this state. But where... we're in a state, we're in the state because we put ourselves in the state because people, yeah. are, people have grown up to be less than smart. And and it's, it feels it, it feels crazy to me because it's just sound bites going I mean, back we, to the fracking. We try to be uh, the it, arbiters of truth here. We try to tell people what's going on and how we can tell it to you in a layman's term so it doesn't go over your head. 
But if you're not willing to listen or you're not willing yeah. to actually sit back and educate yourself, this is this is the and world you asked for. We, I'm sitting here like in a, a state of shock because I'm talking to you right now. I don't have my camera on, but I'm looking at you in a flat screen monitor that's sitting on my desk. It's 32 inches. And we are arguing over the environment and the fact that this could have been really different. We could mm -hmm. be talking through radio waves frying yeah. your brain. <laughs> yeah. But technology then, did that and changed the way yeah. we use this and how we consume energy in a, a better... Remember, the box TVs used to have your goddamn on BG&E bill over $100 every month. Yeah. The flat screens yeah. changed that industry completely to the dismay of the electrical industry. But they still put that, that bill somewhere else. Now it's $100 for something different. Right. And do you know how much we use these fossil fuels as in gasoline and fuel? You know, that still governs our electricity needs. Fossil fuels. Right. The stuff that you're still fracking for to dig out the ground to try to keep your power on. Yeah. But now everybody, like in my house, I got all LED lights in my ceilings and then I'm on my lamps yeah. and everything else. So I use very, I have a very small carbon footprint. But if I had a solar panel, I wouldn't need any of this shit. <laughs> and it's, it's, I think they're making it hard for us to um, get them, be able to get that. Yeah. Because there were all these like grassroots organizations that were kind of starting to put these in it but then it was limitations on what type of roof they could be on or right what's your but that's why i'm doing my deck that's why i'm getting my deck done on my roof because i'm going to get my solar panels at, at last mm. <laughs> it's i mean but it feels like the, the further we go ahead the further we get pushed back mm -hmm. in, in many areas and it's just it's I just want us to be in a different space. We I, need, I need to be us in a different space because this is out of control. We we it, are it's very out of control. I have never very seen this country this. Not it's not even just about divisiveness. It's just dilapidated. Like it's just horrible. I, I I'm trying to figure out is it is it that we're greedy and we don't want to listen to reason or we just Stupid. I, I see. I, I I was almost going to say I don't think it's greed, but then you put in that other word, and I'm one. <laughs> I want to go with that right. because we are an uneducated group of people. But, but I, I don't agree with that as much. No, uh, we, I, I, I'll change the way I said that. A uneducated, a uneducated, educated group of people. Yeah. Because I'm because I'll we say, don't know I'm how a, to come. I'm one of the biggest and I'm going back to what you always been saying. We don't know how to come together, even as a whole entire people. Yeah. Not just a race, but an entire people. We don't know how to come together. And it's it's the strange part for me is I'm I'm a big conspiracy theorist because I, 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 I kind of sit back and I watch how things play out. But even being a conspiracy theorist, I won't ever allow myself to be dumbed down mm -hmm. or or given information that just don't make sense. Right. It just don't make sense. And I'm I'm and part of part of why I was so angry on that 60 minute interview because he was still bringing up fucking Hillary. <laughs> this lady has lost her career goal. She lost it. Mm -hmm. 
You know, you helped take that away from her, knowing that everything you were saying out your mouth was a lie. Hmm. He was still bringing up Hillary's emails in yeah. that 60-minute interview. I, yeah, I heard that part. She was like, well, why are you bringing it up? She's not running. Obama <laughs> is not running. Obama did not... I, I can't even remember many occasions where he brought up Bush and how Bush left the country to him. He just did something about it. He tried to do everything he could to fix it. We knew what the problem was, but you are now currently the president. Mm -hmm. And a lot of stuff that he brings up, just like the children in the cages. So let's go with the narrative that Obama went out there. He went to Home Depot, bought some cage material, some nails, some screws and some, uh, you know, flats, some air mattresses and threw all those kids in there. Let's go with that narrative. Mm -hmm. Four years later, they're still in there. And Obama is no longer, has not been president for four years now. But you know Why what, uh, the there? other question of a, uh, the, the other question that can't be answered, because I'm told I'm against the cage thing too. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. human, human rights is what I say, right? If you didn't want right. them there, put them back outside or on the other side of the border. But the question is, what was he supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Where were they supposed to go? Even if he was, do you want us to create, my suggestion would have been to create a dorm. Mm -hmm. That would have been my, that, that's me being a fixer again. We could have created a dorm right. for, deten for detention. Why isn't there a dorm at this point? I mean, you know this happens. It happens every single day that somebody crosses the border illegally. And you don't want to put them in prison because they're not necessarily criminals, although they came over the border illegally. I just never believed in a border, period, in the first place. That's just so stupid. Yeah. It's a waste of money. Yeah, the border. I thought the border necessity was just to count how many people that don't live there entered in the country. Whether they came mm -hmm. illegally or legally, I mean, I, I, I still don't understand, like, why don't you just buy a speedboat and just, like, speed around the border? Like, well, that's where are the people that are just going to bring the speedboat into New Orleans Harbor and just get off, go ahead, have a good day? But they but but focusing on the focusing on the the border when a lot of our illegal immigrants come here via airplane. Right. Like they get a flight. That's here. what I'm saying. I mean, it's easy to get in here if you have the, a little bit of change in your pocket. You can just right. catch a plane in there. Uh, oh, again, like I said, our country is bordered by beach. If you just get on a boat, it's just. Like if you walked up to Mexico into the border of Mexico and then took a boat around Texas, you're in. Just but get out of Gaveston. What people have been saying that that's that's what's already going on. You know, outside of what the Coast Guard can prevent, it's happening. They're coming in from all of our. That's I, I never understood like the the the, the point of. The board. I mean, I, I guess for security is different. Like if you mm -hmm. are trying to protect your border from an evading force, say for instance, that there's a military getting ready to bum rush your border, then that's a difference, right? Even still, a wall ain't gonna stop them from blowing it up with a grenade, you know. No. Or, you know, so it's no point in this border. I like, like, what are you protecting your border from? If somebody comes here to get a job, that's still them getting paid to put money back into somewhat of an economy for somebody to survive. Why are you preventing that from happening? Are you that well, selfish? 
Well, because I'm not gardening. See that that level of stupidity came from a section of our population who felt like I don't want to do that job. Nobody should do that job. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing that job? I am inherently against gardening. I'm not doing it because that's what y'all made us do. I'm not doing it. (laughs) I will not feel like that. And I don't want to feel like that in the 21st century. Right, right, right. It is, it's That's why they no vegetables in my house because <laughs> I'm completely against them. I mean, but but you you live in America. You have that right now. It's a right and a privilege that you have to feel that way. Quite That's frankly, I'm getting ready to take this shirt off because I believe it's made of cotton. Why? Uh, why? So this, I can't. Um, I, I guess this long story short, just do your research, do your own research, follow the, the trail where that person got their research from. And I used to always get on self-published books. Uh, but I, you know, I apologize for saying that for so long, but it's, it's, we have to begin to fact check our information and not against what our fears are or our, you know, just the dumbness. And I'm not calling anybody dumb, but having dumb thoughts will eventually make you dumb. Uh, It will dumb you down. And anything that is said to you that that soothes your fears and your your, uh, insecurities will, will lead us to believe things that aren't true. This is not true. Kamala was a prosecutor, and that was her job to prosecute criminals. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been many people who came out and spoke and said, well, oh, she she locked me up. Well, you did it. Did you do <laughs> it? You know, everybody isn't guilty, just like everybody isn't innocent. Hmm. So, I mean, I've never been arrested for smuggling drugs. Because I ain't never smuggled drugs before. And I never put myself in a situation where I was around somebody who smuggled drugs. You know, uh, there are other things that I can't say that about. But, you know, and and, and I don't want to seem like one of those uh, people who have, you know, crossed over to the MAGA side and, well, don't get into trouble and you won't be in trouble. Well, I, I know there are factors that often lead us because I've been put in a situation where I've been accused, you know, by a police officer who did not even ask me my, what my name was. Mm-hmm. I just fit a description. But Right, but uh, when, you, when you've been caught red-handed um, holding the bank yeah. bag, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's different. Yeah. That, your, your thing was... was uh, Mistaken identity. It wasn't even or racial profiling. Racial profiling. Racial profiling. That's different. That's something that's forced upon you. But if they you broke the crime and you knew marijuana was illegal back in the night in the eighties and the nineties, marijuana was definitely illegal, and it was in till today. It's still a category one drug. Yep. And you knew you bought it. You committed a crime. Regardless of whether you feel like it's a crime or not. Whether you feel like, exactly. And that's what the crime bill was about. You broke the law, you got locked up. 
Now, I, I, now, in terms of the crime bill, I do feel like a lot of energy should have been put into why is these things happening within this this area of of the country or the city or. State. No, I agree with that. That, but back then, that wasn't the issue. The issue, back then, was suburbia is being overridden with a whole bunch of addicts. That was the issue. Well, that's and those the addicts, addicts was coming are, to the city to get high, and they would go home, and they would be high when they got home. That's why it was addicts in the suburbs. It wasn't that people were again, again, but that's suburbs. not the point. The point was suburbia was now being upset by what was happening in inner cities that was then. Oh, being so traveled. now, now I understand why he Trump is going so hard for suburbia, right? They don't want mm. the because now he's back with that that track that we don't want them to move back into so you don't want them back in your community you don't want them back in suburbia you don't want them back in your suburbs. Well, I have a secret for you, Trump. They're there, there are a bunch of functional crackheads that live in <laughs> Owens Mill. They go to job every but, day and they come home again, and they do that crack. And they if you think about it, though, would we be in the situation that we are in where drugs isn't as prevalent as it was in the eighties and nineties without the crime bill? I mean, right now, well, we drugs, see, well, we, we the drugs the you get and you use are more under, I don't want to say under the radar because people are caught for drug abuse every day, but they are right. more under the radar, but but it also brought something to light. That crime bill has set some things in motion that we are talking about today where they are now are, are focusing on addict, you know, addict recovery and, and um, the drug that they use when somebody is overdosing and that kind of stuff. It led mm-hmm. to that. You can't forget the history behind where we are today. The crime bill had some positive impacts because we wouldn't be doing the research on trying to cure you of your addiction if it wasn't for all that stuff that happened back then. If you wasn't in prison with a drug addiction problem. Mm-hmm. Now, are there are there have they misstepped in many places because now this whole recovery system has turned into a business? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are the effects different now because it's more white people that we see are on? But it was methadone. always them. But they was always yeah. had, they always had the money to take care of but their own problems. Because those people, those individuals, are now moving to the city. Right. They're not. They're no longer just in the, the county anymore. And they were like, and well, it was always, and, 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 and that's from? something that white people always kept under the rug. Right. If my if my child was a crackhead, oh no, we're going to take you to Betty Ford real quick and get you some help. But no one will know about this, and you keep your mouth shut, or you'll never be seen again. Well, that's what happened. That's mm-hmm. why you only saw us strung out, right? You didn't see Look no at um, Kurt Cameron. Yeah, he now pa- passed now because I, um his father took him and got him help. Yeah, yep. and then he became a pastor. Now he wants to in- instruct everybody else on not using drugs. Mm-hmm. After he had his fun, he wasn't there. After he there. had his fun, right? Exactly. <laughs> not his fun. <laughs> But it's, it's a lot. I mean, government law, all those things have their pros and cons to it. But I hate how they are attacking the individual for doing their jobs. And I and, and I I have family members who were affected by that crime bill, the mm-hmm. three strikes you're out rule. Like a lot of those things. My father was one of them. Effect. My father was one of them. A crackhead? Yeah, that too. Oh, okay. I cannot with Bill. <laughs> you need to write a book. Just write a book. But he was also one of the ones that is incarcerated because of the crime bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. he was. Yep. Yep. 
So we we I, and he's I dead now, so he can't tell me how it went. But you know, because he's dead now. But there's there's a lot of people who are now arguing that look like you and me who mm-hmm. also had the same things in their family, who still don't understand, who still saying let Pookie go. Pookie been in jail for thirty years now. That Pookie no, Pookie did a lot. And of these shit. are the same people that also know Pookie was a murderer. He killed somebody <laughs> and never and they never said anything about it. Yeah, but those are and those he same your people. Grandmother into a crackhead, right? He sold your correct grandmother crack. Mm-hmm. His mother, he sold crack to. <laughs> so, and those he, are the kind of people he, I don't ever want to. I don't. Rehabilitation? I just don't want to affiliate myself with you know certain people. Like I know somebody right at this moment that I know has taken someone's life, and you had to get out of mine. I, and I, you know, I have an uncle who was heavy into drugs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when he he finally got home, uh, because of the the reversal of a lot of the nonviolent offenses, mm-hmm. um, and he got out and he lived maybe four years and he passed away. But I feel like if he didn't go to jail for those 16, 17 years, uh, he would have been dead a lot earlier because of the game he was in. Now, I hope that he would eventually got out of it. But, you know, I, I saw too many people that looked like that. Who, who was in that crime era that it was a crime era that eighties, mm-hmm. nineties. That like, was a crime. Was, that is actually the perfect word. It was an era of crime. Yes. It was crime. Mm-hmm. It was murder. It was, um, the reason why all our houses are condemned now. All of that is, was the result of the eighties and the nineties drug epidemic yep. problems. Yep. Yep. It was a problem. That's why all these, these people was crackheads and homeowners. And now they are condemned houses. Yep. This is how this happened here. This is how that happened in Detroit. All of them were crackhead homeowners yep. that ended up yep. losing their homes because of their problems. Yep. Yep. That was a big... Um... And we keep forgetting that just because Pookie's in jail, he was part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. We want to blame the crackhead, but the crackhead is being abused by its supporter, the one that's providing them the drug. Mm -hmm. And that cycle is vicious because that also the abuser then becomes a crackhead. (laughs) So I guess uh, I'm gonna leave everybody with a question. what is our personal responsibility hmm. um, when it comes to politics, community? Um, I guess those are the two: politics and community. What is our personal responsibility? That's a good. Whether question. you feel con- whether you feel compelled to run for uh, office, or you feel compelled to to be an activist, or uh, educator, or somebody in between on the front line, quote unquote. What's your personal responsibility? Are you the media outlet? Are you the consumer? Where 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 do you fall? Well, that's my personal this? responsibility because I like I have a day job, but I also do this. Yeah. My personal yeah. responsibility is to take try to help you understand what is actually the facts. Yeah. To help you decide on your personal responsibility. You because I, I think. Overall, we have to we have to get rid of the information that's sensationalized. Mm-hmm. So I understand how the media sensationalized. We have to get rid of that aspect of media, um, that whole portion of it. 
But, right. And don't just look at the sensational stuff. Look at the stuff that actually matters to you. Right. The you know your friend, is, you know your friend on Facebook ain't been to nobody's voting booth. But yet you're <laughs> taking political right. uh, opinions from this person. Mm-hmm. He the he the he the got in some YouTube rabbit hole and found some video from 30 years ago, and you are basing your life decisions now on something he watched. <laughs> and we got to, I'm sorry, we, we got to stop doing this, but uh, I think we're way over time. Um, I, <laughs> I'll see you on Friday. Uh, and we actually have a new show coming next Tuesday. Let's not talk about it. Oh, let's not talk about it. Um, so the next show up is, it will be Wednesday, and that will be Living a Rich Life. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. Artist Exchange every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Peace out, people. <laughs> 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 <laughs>